May I speak in the name of God, who is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. No one said it was going to be easy. No one said it had to be fair. All of the chances taken together, all of the changes we have to share. Anyone recognise those words? Anyone watch Avita's own pet back in the 80s? Well, you think we made it all worthwhile, then you realise no one cares. But we're going to get it right this time, because we've passed the point of no return. And we're never going to go down that road again. Poignant words sung at the start or end of the second series of Avidadane Pet, and words which came to me yesterday, reflecting on the fact I'd already written this sermon, then thinking, am I going in a different direction? But I don't think I am. Peter, again, in today's Gospel reading, he made quite a big appearance last week too. You are Peter on this mock rock, I'll build my church, and here we've got Peter rebuking Jesus and Jesus not being too happy about it. You're Peter on my rock, on this rock I'll build my church, okay, fine. But you're not going to get crucified, I won't let you. We can't take one piece of Peter in isolation, can we? Do you love me? You know I love you. Feed my sheep. Do you love me? I know you know I love you. Feed my sheep. Do you love me? You know I love you. Feed my sheep. Why, why do you keep asking me? By the way, before the cock crows, you'll deny me three times. No, I won't. Yes, you will. No, I won't. Aren't you with Jesus? No, I've never heard of him. Aren't you with Jesus? No. Aren't you with Jesus? No, I've never heard of him. Why do you keep on? Cock-a-doodle-doo. Oh, no. Etc. No one said it was going to be easy. That sums up Peter, doesn't it? No one said it was going to be fair. I'm going to get it right this time. We see this in all of the apostles, all the disciples, all the saints of old. We're going to get it right this time. Honest, love, we are. Oh no, we've messed it up again. Isn't that reassurance in so many ways that no Christians are actually perfect? You are Peter on this rock, I'll build my church. And Peter says, well, I'm not going to be crucified. He says, not listen, are you? What is the cost of discipleship? It's not something which is easy. It's not something that can be taken lightly. It's not something which you say, yeah, great, yes, all right. I'm reminded of the old story. Someone asked Jesus how much he loved them. This much, said Jesus, as he reached out his arms and died. I've heard the story time and time again, but it says something about that cost. What is cost? We hear something in the epistle of this. Love. Hate evil. Rejoice in hope. Live in harmony. Love others. No one said it was going to be easy. Most of those things are really tricky at times. In fact, I was reflecting on the Old Testament reading. Today, yet again, God is saying, come back. Because no, throughout all of the Old Testament, people are turning away from God. 
and God's not giving up. I know you've turned away. I know you've done stupid things again and again. But still, come back because you are loved. It's a constant refrain. God not giving up on humanity no matter what. We are made in God's image. We are loved by God. So we are continually asked and continually invited to return. God does not want us, any of us, any of creation, to be cut off. On the other hand, we need to respond. We need to do something. In the morning prayer today I heard a bit of the book of Revelation. And the letters to the churches. Hearing about knocking, and Jesus says, I'm knocking on the door. You need to let me in. We need to respond. You know, it's that light of the world painting on Holman Hut. There's no door handle on the outside. Jesus is there with a lamp knocking on the door. He can't force his way in, there's no door handle. That door needs to be opened from the other side. We need to respond. We need to come to know Jesus. We need to follow him. And part of that is loving as we've been taught. Taking up that cross, not an easy option. No one said it was going to be easy. No one said it had to be fair. All the chances taken together, all the changes we've had to share. Difficult words. The epistle, full of difficult words. We know we need to do it. We tell ourselves we are doing it. Then we look again and think, gee, I've not quite managed that, have I? You are Peter on this rock, I'll build my church, says Jesus. Peter's response, I'm not going to let you get crucified. Jesus' response, you're not listening, are you? Peter, oh no, not again. Reassurance for us. We are going to mess it up spectacularly at times. We see that with Peter. We see it with Thomas. We see it with Bartholomew and Nathaniel. We see it with Saul, Paul, and the others in the Old Testament, in the New Testament. We see it throughout the Old Testament. We see it throughout the history of humanity. We see it throughout the history of Christianity for this last two thousand years, including the saints. They don't always get it right. They try. They are urged to return by God. They are welcomed home. But they mess up. Even so, you are Peter on this rock. I will build my church. In spite of, or maybe even because of our weaknesses, God works through us. Each and every one of us. Each with our own callings, our own vocations, given by God, chosen by God. Alongside our common vocation as the people of God, to love. To show God's love to those who do not yet know it, 
for themselves. There is so much this congregation has been involved with. The church hall project and so many more things, gigabytes and cap to name, but two more. We know this. We know all the things we have been doing for so many years to show God's love, to live literally with those words in today's epistle. In ways, in all honesty, sometimes it's like taking up a cross because it's not easy. At the same time, though, we are constantly entering into a new era, a new season. Things are continually changing. Some of the things we've done in the past, it's quite right for us to still do. Some of the things in the past, we've already let go of to enable us to respond to God's call in this season. Other things we may still need to let go of to move on to new callings for God how God wants us to be now. Because I wonder in 2023, moving towards 2024, doesn't seem possible, we're in September already. I wonder how are we called to take up our cross, our callings now? How are we called at this moment, in this new month, going into next year? to show God's love to those around us, to show God's welcome and care, to make this a place of sanctuary. These things are not easy. On the other hand, we are chosen, called, and anointed by God to do these things. Jesus called the twelve, and they were sent out, even though they had a habit of doing stupid things. Jesus called them, sent them out, and the gospel spread all around the world. Eventually, even to Bible. And we're continuing that line. That same mission, it's almost that baton passed on from one to another, to us and to those after us. How are we called to play our part in passing on the gospel to others? To show that God gives us stuff about them even if they feel like the rest of the world doesn't. Let love be genuine. We hear in the epistle. Take up your cross and follow me. We hear in the gospel. No one said it was going to be easy. No one said it had to be fair. All of the chances taken together. All the changes we had to share. Well, you might think we made it all worthwhile. We realise no one cares. But we're going to get it right this time. Because we've passed the point of no return. And we're never going to go down that road again. In those words from that teaching. I'm not sure about realise no one cares. 
although it might feel like that with society as a whole. We're never going to go down that road again. We pray when we mess up, we won't go down that same road again. But we acknowledge that it's not easy. And we acknowledge we are determined to get it right, following Jesus, taking up our cross, following him, and letting the world know that God loves every person so much. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit.